We've definitely got the ugliest listenership of anyone in there. We got, it's 90% male, overwhelmingly white, whatever. What's up, honkies? Head over to buymeacoffee.com slash valleyboyspod and kick us some of that $5 for booze. This week we got shitty Marvin, shitty Zoe, shitty Jonathan, shitty Brian, and the rest, whatever. Uh, thank you guys very much. We're going to spend that on liquor. So this is the Valley Boys, episode number 39, clinging on to the 30s. Join with me is my assistant, Brandon Collins. Dave, I'm I'm offended at your racism right now. I can't I am, believe that came out of your mouth. I am not done. I am Dave Weasel, <laughs> <laughs> the reason for listening. Jesus. And what was this about racism? Uh, yeah, it's abhorrent. Uh, it's 2021. We need to not be doing that anymore, Dave. No, it's 2021. Can't be racist against white people, you honky. Jesus Christ. For the record, if you don't know, I am very white. I am Canadian. I am transparent. But, you know, I can call it out like I see it. Hunks. Fucking Christ. All right. Well, you heard from Republican Dave over there. I am I'm not complaining about it. I'm just stating a fact. I'm not complaining. I'm not supporting it. I'm I'm just saying, what's up, honkies? Jesus, stop. <laughs> Dave, you can't say that. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, so we have uh, this dumb thing called mailbag where you people keep writing Brandon questions. Maybe you are writing me as well, and I just don't care or don't look at it. Oh, yeah, because I keep asking them to. <laughs> I hate it. Brandon loves it. Uh, you got a question for us? Let's just get this over with. All right. All right. As you can uh, all hear, Dave's excited for life right now. Hurry so up. Our ma- Shut the fuck up. I'm getting there. All right. Mailbag is uh, Mike from New Jersey. Uh, he what does wa- he want to know? How to dispose of a needle properly? <laughs> yeah, they just Throw chuck it out the-, the window on the side of the 95 on the Jersey uh, turnpike there. Um, so he wants to know, uh, God damn, this is stupid even for me. Do you have a teacher that ever made a positive impact in your life? This is some fucking after-school Sesame Street bullshit. Exactly. They all are. These are all stupid questions. Why God. did you pick that one? Did you do it randomly or something? Positive uh, impact. God. I, I was running late. I started drinking early. I just grabbed something. My commitment to the show. Well, can't blame it on the intern. No. I mean, you get what you pay for, but same with you. Anyways, teacher, positive impact. Um, I got to say... Mm, the only thing that comes to mind was someone who inadvertently had a positive impact on me and my writing. I became a writer, and this was one of the first times I actually had fun writing for an English assignment. We're going to go with his name is Mr. P. He's okay. from uh, Confederation Secondary School just outside of Sudbury, Ontario. Shout Wait. out to those guys. Haven't seen you in a while. Wait, the, the Confederacy High School was this no, Southern, Confederation. Su- Southern like Ontario? Union. No, no, no. It's not like that. <laughs> God. Anyways... He gave us a writing assignment for a short story, and he says, you could cuss a little bit if you want, if it illustrates the point a little better, you know? And he said, okay. the example he gave, this is verbatim, the example he gave was, let's say if you have a sword fight, and the one guy says, I'm going to get you, you son of a bitch. You could say stuff like that. I took it as an invitation to just write out every cuss word I could think of as much as I can. <laughs> So I did that. Like, I had a story where the, the main character's name was Mr. Fuck. You know, and he's walking down the street, and he sees Dr. Shit Diarrhea. And he's like, hey, buddy. You didn't take a good enough look at this rash on my dick. And then 
Dr. Shit Diarrhea is like, whatever, cocksucker. <laughs> Why don't you lick my balls? Jeez. And then Dr. Fuck, uh, you know, they have a sword fight. Like the like the teacher, yeah, like you would, yeah. Yep. And, but but the, instead of a sword, it was his dick. Instead of a shield, it was the balls. So they have a fight, and he says, "I'm gonna get you, you son of a bitch." Shout out to Mister P. And then uh, Mister Fuck stabs Mister Shit Diarrhea in the face with his dick, and then calls up his <laughs> wife after, and he's like, "What's up? You trying to catch a dick?" So I, t- <laughs> I turned us in. <laughs> He doesn't even hand them back to the rest of the kids, you know? As soon as I walk in, he's like, outside. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, what is the matter with you? You're either making fun of my teaching methods or you have something wrong with you. And I'm like, mm, column A, column B. I was like, you told me to say that. Anyways, that was a positive impact. <laughs> that was a fucking uh, Pulitzer winning uh, fucking story there. Great I- piece of literature. You know what's funny is they did that on South Park like 10 years later. Like they had the, the tale of Scorty McBooger balls. Very similar. But, you know, I was there first. So anyways, did you have a, uh, a, a teacher that helped shape who you are? I'm sure you could sue them by now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, actually, I did have uh, one teacher who is fantastic. And the reason why is because they helped me get the fuck out of high school as quickly as possible because high school fucking sucks. They just want to flush you out. It, uh, hey, that's fine. You know, it's mutually beneficial at that point. I want to be gone. They want me to be gone. That's great because it helped me get out faster. So uh, They're like, why can't you be like your sister? Uh, I, Well, I mean, yeah. You're like, I'm Jesus in the girls' Christ. change room. I don't know what else to do. Oh, God, now you sound like my parents, the police, every Jesus fucking Christ. Well, anyhow, the point of this is, so I slacked in high school pretty much like every other aspect of my life, and I needed to make up some credits my last year of high school. So I had one teacher help me kind of conglomerate some classes and bullshit together to get me the fucking credits I needed so I didn't have to come back and do summer school or anything. So fucking shout out to that guy for getting me the fuck out of high school and making me the world's problem. Right, yeah. I mean, shout out to him. Hopefully, what is a high school diploma? Anyways, like, because we're, we're at that time of year where you're at the grocery store, right? You're picking out some grapes, and then right next to it is a congratulations banner for high school students. I feel like congratulating someone for graduating high school is pure sarcasm. Uh, well, I'm oh, congratulations. You showed up the minimum amount of times the state requires and they handed you your diploma. Right. Exactly. That's what that piece of paper shows is that you could follow directions for 12 years. You got passed on from elementary to middle, middle to high school. And now you're on easy street. That, yeah. Working that sweet minimum wage job for the next 20, 30 years. Hey, man, you can get a job at the post office or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or uh, you know, the male strip club or. You know, uh, whatever. But. <laughs> that would be awesome if they had um, educational requirements to be to work at a strip club. Yes. It's like, did you take algebra? Can you count in singles? <laughs> <laughs> You're in. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Uh, education is, is, I actually support it for the record. I'm not trying to downplay it. Not so much American education. If you're in school here in the U.S., uh, you know, I don't know what to tell you. You're kind of fucked. Yeah, I, I, I went to public high school out here in California, and Jesus Christ, that's like 20 years behind everywhere else. But Well, that's the thing. When people make fun of me for saying grade nine instead of ninth grade, I make fun of them for going to school in the States. Yeah, well, yeah, and 
you know, that's the thing, man. Like I go to public high school in California. The next thing I know, I'm in my fucking thirties and then I'm a fucking alcoholic drinking while doing a podcast with a dirty Canadian. So, uh, yeah, it doesn't get any worse for you. No, not really at all. Uh, yeah, yeah, the view from uh, my part of the couch is fucking horrible. But you know what? My life could always turn out worse. It, I could end up on an episode of uh, Florida Man, California Man, or Canada Man. Do, do, do. So Good let, transition. Yeah, well, let's move on to those shit bags. Uh, so if you're new to the podcast, uh, this is simple. I got three headlines for Dave that I'm going to read out. And Dave has to tell me whether they believe that shit individual is from Florida, California, or Canada. Man, woman in between, doesn't matter. This is not a process of elimination. Any of these hooligans can pop up anywhere. Dave, are you ready to play, sir? Yes, I am. And if you're new to the podcast, Brandon likes prostitutes. I have to say that every time. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. No judgment. Just pointing it out. I like going down on them, too. Gross. All right. And so our headline is... Man calls police to say he's leaving the bar drunk, leads police on chase. <laughs> he called the cops to tell on himself? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, at least uh, it, it, nice enough to like give a warning, hey, I'm about to be a shitbag. Mm, that uh, sounds Canadian. That's pretty polite. That okay. sounds Canadian. But like, True. Don't, we're not rats. You know what I mean? We don't rat, especially on ourselves. What is the motivation behind that? Are you like, hey, cops, you're so stupid that I'm out here drunk driving and you're not doing your job properly? I don't get it. Uh, man, that, that dude must have been like three sheets to the fucking wind, uh, also half in the bag, fucking knee-walking drunk. Uh, like, I, I, I don't know how, I don't see a blood alcohol level or anything, but like, you got to be pretty fucked up to do something that stupid. So There's got to be other things involved, like drugs, or being dropped on your head as a baby, or your mom scarfing down crystal meth while she was pregnant with you. Like, there's, and, and it does, it's, it's got Florida all over it. I'm eliminating Canada. Okay. It does sound like Florida. However... Here in California, we've got Bakersfield, we've got Fresno, and we've got Joshua Tree. Gross-ass desert people. Blech. True. I didn't give um, you a... Yeah. So. You don't get any cell reception in, in Joshua Tree, so not there. <laughs> uh, that's, that's some Bakersfield shit. California. Yes, absolutely. This, uh, uh, but, yeah. but it's not that area, though. It's actually... Uh, uh, down down around the L.A. Uh, county area. It started in Rialto, which is out east, and made their way near West Covina, which, Ugh. I mean, you would expect something like that there. And That's then, the uh, only way you end up in West Covina is a car chase, and you run out of gas there. Yeah, and you're drunk. Uh, yeah. And you, you just get a job, you buy a house there. <laughs> you just see it right. Fuck it. This is as good as it's going to get from now on. It's so uh, shitty that they have to separate it from the regular Covina. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah like, that's, no, keep going. Yeah, at any rate. So, uh, yeah, moved across uh, down into Orange County, and I think that's where it finally finally came to an end. But uh, took him on a good a bit amount of uh, scenic the scenic drive, mm-hmm. I guess. Well, he made it that far. Good for him. While drunk. That's impressive. Yeah, nobody got killed or injured, so uh, that, that's what we like to hear. A little fun was had by all, thankfully. Because uh, I, I feel like in certain parts of, well, Florida and California, in the desert, you have to take your driver's test drunk. Like you got to do it twice. You do you do the little road test, parallel park, get on the freeway, get off the freeway, and then you got to slam like a fifth of Canadian Crest whiskey and then do it again. But the second time, uh, it's an automatic fail if you get caught by the police. <laughs> wah, wah. Anyways, bring on the next one. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, also a uh, a drunken driving story. 
Man arrested for DUI after a rear-ending truck in fast food drive-thru. Is that <laughs> Florida, California, or Canada? What fast food joint? Uh, this was a Dairy Queen. <laughs> so, man, the guy's like, he's so drunk and he wants ice cream. See, that's what I'm saying. People that get ice cream when they're drunk are fucking idiots. It's just a gross, weird thing to do. Wait, That's a stoned wait, activity, wait, wait, sure. Wait a minute. I, I, I yeah, get, I'm looking I, and pointing well, at I, you. Hey, I get ice cream when I'm drunk, you bastard. Easy. Sorry. You you cannot have ice cream when you're drunk. That is repulsive. I have ice cream in the freezer right now, motherfucker. I will go and get it, eat it in front of you. Well, see, I can't do that because I'm on keto. I'm on, I got that keto flu, man. I am sick today. I was sick yesterday. It's from eating like 19 cheese strings, you know? I, I, was, I was eating a, a pepperoni stick. <laughs> and then, and then, like, four yeah, but you're more Canadian. When the fuck aren't you eating? The right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good, but like that gross ass oily Seven Eleven one. So, anyways, right. Dairy Queen. Uh, so, I'm eliminating Canada because no one's getting ice cream in the winter. Uh, all right. Well, let, let me give you a little more information because it's kind of funny. A 57 year old man was arrested driving under the influence of Long Island iced teas and a Dairy Queen driver on Friday, man. So he's going ham like a uh, Long Island iced teas. If you're not uh, familiar out there with those, it's like fucking four different. Five shots of liquor, all in the same drink at once. That is, and that's not a California drink. That's like some Miami Beach, Daytona Beach, you know, like where they. It's like you know how there's mutilations of the coronavirus happening. Daytona Beach is where mutilations of the herpes virus happens. And yeah. there's a lot of Manhattan's, a lot of uh, Long Island iced teas. Yeah, something year old. Yeah, I think you mean mutations. The only thing being mutilated here oh. is the English language. I know. By Mr. I say Rider the wrong man. word. Everyone thinks it's so funny how I always <laughs> say the wrong word. Whatever, man. Whatever gives you a cheap laugh. Um, absolutely. I'm gonna go with uh, Florida. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, realistically, just a headline. It, who the fuck? I all right. So obviously, I told you about my DUI last week. I've driven around drunk. I have never fucking hit anybody in a goddamn drive-through or anywhere for that matter where I'm driving half a fucking mile an hour, which is amazing because you spend. You've probably spent like oh, because you know how they say the average human spends like whatever it is four months of their life on the toilet. You probably spent four months of your life in a drive-through. Yeah, well, absolutely. And drunk for three of those months. Oh God! In the yeah. before time, of course, you don't do that now. You're a good boy. You did your whole PSA last week. Yeah, um, I'm a responsible piece of shit. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A piece Reformed. of shit announcement is exactly. what that is. It's like <laughs> I would still be doing it if I didn't get caught. I mean, don't. <laughs> That's what I think. Whenever somebody talks about their old years, it's like when they were fucking up before, and yeah. they're like, like those guys who would go to your school, you know, and they're like, "Don't do drugs," because I did it one time, and then I punched my grandma down the stairs. It's like if yeah. you didn't do that. You'd still be on the drugs. Yeah. And, and by the way, can I interest you in Amway? <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. What's the last one? So moving on to the last one, and this one's my favorite of the week, which I usually try to save for the last one. Man shoplifts meat, sticking it in his pants, <laughs> and story sells it anyways. <laughs> so we got ourselves a double whammy this week. Man, that's a, I mean, put the meat in your pants is a good place to put it. You know, mm -hmm. if you don't have like a, a backpack or like a laptop case. I, I generally like to keep my meat in my pants. Right. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> you just make it so easy sometimes. Anyways, yes. I'm going to go with uh, that's that sounds like some desert shit because the fact that they put it back on the shelf means it's from like some small, weird, shitty place. 
and so yeah where you might be familiar with the uh the hoodlum committing the act exactly it's like when someone takes a drink out of your beer and you know the person it's not so bad not now during rony times but back in the day before the pandy someone takes a drink from your beer it's not a big deal but if a stranger does it you know you're like hey like how do i know you weren't just at daytona beach how do i know you're not going down on a prostitute like brandon you don't want him putting your mouth on his mouth on anything so <laughs> i feel like that's what it is they're like ah oh, god damn it ray you know Jesus. put the meat back reselling it joshua tree california man final answer Oh, God, I finally got you in this one. No, this is your uh, native land of Canada, ah. uh, Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island. Oh, so it was Ray. Yeah, Ray. See, <laughs> uh, Prince Edward Island is is a rinky-dink little fucking tiny province. Like, it, it barely is it exists. an island? It's, it is. It's just this little turd in the ocean, and it uh, no one lives. They have red dirt. It's stupid. It's pointless. Um, so that proves... that. It's exactly what I was saying earlier. They knew the guy who did it. He took a sip of the beer, so to speak. And they're like, um, when somebody went to buy that meat, they're probably like, just so you know, it was in Ray's pants. That's why it's half off. <laughs> the you know? are like, hey, fucking half off, half off. But uh, they, the fact that it made the news, it wasn't that he stole the meat in his pants. It's that they put it back. So it isn't common practice. Yeah, at the very least, I just hope they fucking like Lysol wiped it down or something like it, it, just a little something, but whatever. Uh, How did they know? That's a, that's the weird thing. How would they know that they put it back? Did did the person call the cops and tell on themselves? Who knows? <laughs> May, like maybe the fucking owner of the store is just dumb enough to grab it, like put it right back in front of everybody. <laughs> like, hey, buddy, uh, wait a minute, <laughs> listen here, pal, can't do that. Uh, but the re- the other reason that I love this story so much, not because there was like two Canada mans involved in this, mm-hmm. but uh, Charlottetown uh, was also the subject of this game before, and it was an individual who got busted for a DUI, and you're like, all right, it's a DUI, what's the big deal? Well, the big deal was that individual got busted at like two or three in the afternoon and was like four times the legal limit when he got busted. Oh, so yeah. That, that motherfucker got up and started like, he pre-gamed, he gamed, he post-gamed, he pre-gamed for the yeah, next man. weekend, all in the same day within like the same two, three-hour period. You got you to gotta train to get that drunk. Like, you got to get a good night's sleep. Oh, yeah. You got to get up early and start doing shots. Yes. You know, and, and like... It's like a drunk Rocky, you know. Instead of running up the stairs, you got to practice stumbling down them. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah build up those calluses. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just like any professional athlete uh, with uh, what you do with your life. Is that is that considered like an Olympic sport in uh, PEI or what? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that everybody's drunk there. What else is there to do? <laughs> fair, you know? yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you live in a place called Charlottetown, so like, what do you expect? Mm-hmm. It's like a Stephen King setting or some shit. Exactly. Like one of the events that they have is punching holes in the drywall. And everyone's oh. named Kyle. <laughs> Fair enough. I can see that. Actually, it's a maritime province, which is funny because they're they're known for being super nice. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm just talking shit. If you're from Prince Edward Island, I don't know. Move. <laughs> yeah. Come out here, here to California. We got cool shit like, uh, you know, uh, the beach and, uh, you know, porn movies and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Tons of porn, especially here in the valley. Do, you, you know what? And, uh, yeah. Coincidentally, that brings me to my next uh, subject this week is uh, so, yeah, we call ourselves the Valley Boys. If you're new to us, uh, you might wonder where that name comes from. Uh, we we're here in the San Fernando Valley, northern L.A. County here. And uh, you know, it's got a reputation for certain things. But one of them is uh, it's kind of like the land of porno here. Porn and, on and, the cob, man. And, and porn, porn. Chatsworth, <laughs> California, right down the street, man. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Like, like 90% I, of the world's produced porn or America's produced porn is yes. here in the Valley. Yeah, and that's I, I saw a video one time I'm about... I'm actually making that statistic up. Yeah, probably not, not too far off, though. But I, I saw a video one time. It's like, if you're a guy, what would it take to get into porn? And there was like three things. One, uh, you would need to live in the 818, which is you know the, the valley here. You need an 8.18-inch dick. Uh, yeah, that was the second thing. And the other thing is you got to be able to uh, uh, produce the yogurt on command, yeah. basically. It's like, well, yeah, yeah. If they if they give you like the go home sign time to wrap shit up, like, man, you got to crank that out in like the next 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it's it's you're a performer. That's what it is. Yeah. You're a hired professional to, you know, you know, do the job, so to speak. Right. Yeah. But uh, I, and, you, so- and you have to be OK with getting paid significantly less than your female counterparts in the porn industry, which I, for one, am so sick of these double standards of yep. men getting paid less in porn. Absolutely, we're one step closer to Republican Dave. You're, you're getting. We're closer. taking that Chinese you're, Viagra. You're <laughs> <laughs> we're putting our bodies into the, you know, we're putting. It's it's a great risk for us all. Ab- absolutely, it's about time that we uh, all stand up for men's rights. Uh, they've been trampled on long enough, and uh, we need to quit letting women run the the, the world. This is just, it's not fair. It's mm-hmm, not equal. Mm-hmm. Still, it's very rare for a male porn star to get notoriety. It's a lot like being a commercial actor. Like you're that guy in commercials. Either you're um, Billy Mays and you die young, or you're Jared from Subway and there's a whole sex scandal around you. Those are the two famous male porn stars. Prove me wrong. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Well, so... My uh, my my personal uh, thing this week with, uh, with with porn is, I, I always love the absurd, the out there type of stuff. So I always love the parody movies when you when they make fun of like an actual movie or they take comic books or whatever, um, and then just some of the fucking titles you get, they're just fucking comedy gold. Oh you know? sure. And, and when I say comedy gold, like they probably got written back in middle school or high school and right, Mister you know, Fuck. That, yeah, Mister Fuck. Yeah, exactly. And they. they, they it's like, well, what, what should we call this movie? Well, let me get back to you here in five minutes and just, yeah, pull out the, uh, pull out the old uh, journal. But there was uh, a Bob's Burgers porn parody, and the staff watched it. Sorry, the cast of yeah. Bob's Burgers watched it, and they filmed their reactions to it. <laughs> that that I, I could see, I, I I could see it definitely H. John Benjamin doing right. some shit like that for sure. But that yeah, that's fantastic, dude. Uh, uh, so the the thing this week with uh, w- with the porn parodies, though, like the, the titles of the films. So like this is probably the funniest one I've heard. It's called The Gapes of Wrath. Oh, which it, brutal, man. Well, well, it is because if you know anything about the actual movie, The Grapes of Wrath is about the depression. It's like a horrible fucking time. Now, like this, The Gapes of Wrath, I guess, depending which actor you are in this movie could be a great time or a horrible time, which, you know, I, I, I get why women get paid more because they're asked to like uh, put more things in more places than men are, you know, still not as bad or as uh, violent as Schindler's fist. <laughs> not that I've seen it. I've just seen the title. Yeah. And again, it depends on uh, who you are in that movie and uh, you know uh, what you're cool with, but. Uh, but this one was great because this is so this was released during the DVD days, you know, where they had to, you know, spruce up the, uh, you know, the cover and all that to get you to buy shit. And uh, so right on the cover, this says four hours of fucking and sucking. Fuck. Yeah. Nice. With that truck stop apostrophe in there. Yeah. The truck. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. The apostrophe on. Uh, and so, yeah, I went through there and I'm like, 
All right. Yeah. There's fucking, there's sucking and there's gaping, man. That's, you know, I, I can't bitch. Everything they advertised is there. So that's a great thing about porn sometimes. And that was when it came in a DVD or a VHS? Yeah, it was released in uh, 2006. If my uh, That's an ancient artifact at this point, man. Yeah, a- absolutely. Uh, Imagine buying porn DVDs. Imagine paying for porn. I know people do because like, it's, it's a massive industry, but Jesus. Well, yeah, before you could just get it on your phone or your laptop everywhere for free. Yeah, they, they expect you to pay for it back in the day. Uh, I, it's a weird concept, but, you know, same with music back then, too. Um, so, yeah, that, uh, that, that's definitely got to be like one of my, my favorite titles. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other ones, too. Uh, one of the best ones I saw was uh, Aladdin. It's a parody of, of Aladdin. Okay. You know, and the the thing that got me about this one compared to most pornos, it's usually it's like, hi, I'm here to fix your cable, you know, and then like they end up fucking and then the dude leaves and you're like, but but wait a minute, did she get her cable up and running or not? I really want to know. So this one actually put a little more thought into their story and they actually like went on with some full musical numbers where they had the genie fucking singing and, you know, getting everyone like prepped for, uh, you know, the big uh, the big love scene in there. Do they have a homeless band and a monkey fuck? Like uh, how how close to the movie did they did they stay? Okay, well, so here's the deal. So uh, instead of uh, Princess Ali, we have or a Prince Ali, we have Prince Al D. Okay, all right, and Not then uh, it's Princess Jismin, uh, as portrayed by April O'Neil. Uh, not not the Ninja Turtles reporter lady, but uh, an uh, actress named April O'Neil, who, uh, after watching this movie, she's probably my favorite actress at this moment. Oh, God. You can't say every single porn star is your favorite actress. Uh, every time I very you see well one. can, you motherfucker. Don't you tell me. I, I will not be limited by you and your negativity. <laughs> um, and then we had the genie, uh, who went by the genie in here, and he was one singing the numbers. Like, he had... He was uh, singing? Did he? Did he fuck and suck? Uh, I no, I don't think he uh, he actually sucked and fucked. He probably was he wearing did other pants movies. the whole time. Yeah, he's wearing pants and they had him like you know painted up blue and all that. See, whenever um, someone says like, uh, "Oh, my kid's a porn actor," that's the one they hope they are. It's like, are you the one with the pants on singing the dumb songs? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this was great because he had, he had one musical number where I, I guess one of the wishes was uh, for Prince Aldi to like have a massive crank. And so not only did he give him the massive crank, but he went on this like two minute musical number in front of Princess uh, Jismin, uh, like a true bro, like going on about how big this dude's crank is. And you might want to get with this guy. He was a real good genie, man, like better than uh, the actual genie in Aladdin. So I'll say that for him. And, uh, you know, and then they, uh, you know, went on to uh, make Whoopi, as the uh, kids say these days. That's a, that's a solid wingman move, genie. Absolutely. Genie. Absolutely. It, my favorite thing of this, though, is that someone actually took a time to leave a review for the movie, and the review was this. This is a grade A comedy with a grade F sex scene at the end. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Wow. How can you do better than that, man? Well, I mean, reviewing porn is weird. Like, you ever see on the videos, they have comments, and they're like, what's up with that dude's hair? It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you have to register for an account, log into it, and then leave a message. Whatever. No, oh, yeah, you're yeah. doing it right now. You're literally reviewing porn movies on a fucking podcast. So whatever. Yeah. I, well, I mean that, that that's what the masses expect out of me. Like I, it's a very <laughs> low bar, but it's still a bar nonetheless. And I will give the people what they want. To be clear, this will not be a regular thing. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, well, no, I mean, like, how, how many of these titles can you really go up with? But uh, some of the ones I didn't actually review, but the titles still caught my name. Feel free to watch these at your leisure. Uh, Game of Bones, Winter is Coming. You can guess how coming is spelled. Mm. Poppin' on Mary Poppins, very classy. Uh, Tits a Wonderful Life extremely classy and that was uh lisa ann's one of her uh earlier films like one of her uh you know breaking into uh you know porn movies there fuck yeah mighty muffin pounder rangers the da vinci load edward penis hands that's a classic goodwill humping cock of duty how can you like how how can you do better than that that's amazing uh womb raider the whores have eyes and this might be my favorite one that i found night of the giving head Oh, that see, okay. Of all that tornado of shit you're reading from the internet, that that one's good. Are they zombies? Uh, well, I mean, uh, I think so. Yeah, except in, instead of brains, or craving cock. Fucking zombie porn. That's you know what that is. That's rule thirty four. Rule thirty four of the internet says if it exists, there is porn of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, of course there's zombie porn. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, this day and age, you can get it out the masses quickly. And uh, also because I am a man of equality, and I, uh, uh, you know, uh, representative of the uh, LGBT community because I care about them. Uh, here's some uh, offerings for you: uh, Dawson's Crack, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ars, Shaving Ryan's Privates. Those uh, are all gay films. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfucker, uh, that's uh, that's for the uh, the lesbian crowd, and then uh, Inspect Her Gadget. Uh, that's one of them tranny films that you hear about. Ooh. Well, don't call it that. Well, wait, wait, what, why not? I don't know. I you say it, I'm not saying it. Uh, uh, okay. But you know what? Like people, it's it's a creative job. It'd be fun to come up with that. I could probably do it. Like let's say, I don't know, you're banging a girl on a snare drum, like a snare drum. <laughs> call it the school of cock. <laughs> there you go. You know you're 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 walking out of school. You get in your car after uh, the Italian hand job, driving just Daisy, <laughs> titty of God. That's dark. <laughs> it's like one of the most depressing movies, and they're just like, here's some titties. Yeah, well, yeah, spruced it up a bit. Fair enough. Saturday Night Beaver. Oh, that's a great one. See, I actually, I could do this. Oh, that's real. I I actually know about that one. Yeah, and uh, do you know uh, uh, who's on the cover of that movie? Uh, Johnson Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> no, but solid guess. No, uh, old uh, horse face herself, Miss Stormy Daniels. Oh, damn. Who banged the greatest and most uh, influential yeah, 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 yeah. 45th president of the United States, Donald Don he Trump. Was, he was the 45th president of the United States. That God is a historical damn right fact. he was. And it's weird that how much we hated a porn star banging president. Imagine telling 14-year-old you that, or not you, but me. Telling fourteen year old me, there's gonna be a president who fucks porn stars and calls them horse face on the internet and you're gonna hate him. Yeah, I if if anything, you would think that would be the one thing that Trump would be universally loved about. Like Well, not the horse face thing. That's no, funny. not not that, but like, you know, banging a porn star. Like everyone's like, All right, I understand that. I get it. Like mm -hmm, if I had mm -hmm. an opportunity even married couples, people in relationships, I guarantee you, you would have a fucking hall pass if you had the opportunity to fuck a porn star. Fuck no, I wouldn't, and fuck no would I be okay with that. Either direction. That's gross, dude. No offense to porn actors. I've just not put my uh, nope. D d don't don't worry. I will uh, stand up for uh, the porn actors as uh, people and uh, human beings worthy of love. You'll fill in as the stunt cock. <laughs> well, that too. Uh, you know, I mean, five inches filled in, but hey, you know, better than nothing. Oh god! Did you did you read them all? That was a lot. 
Uh, well, yeah, and there's some I didn't even put down. I mean, I could go, you know, all night long. Uh, well, I kind of uh, thought mine were better. I don't know. Uh, I, I liked our football ones that we did a couple weeks ago with the lesbian football teams. Like oh, the God, yeah. Philadelphia Sheagles. Yeah, yeah. The, the uh, Giants, whatever. Yeah, Minnesota, yeah, Die Queens or what? Die Kings. <laughs> yes, there we die go, Kings. the Die Kings. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that was all fun and games with them, but, like, you know, at least they're not the L.A. Chargers who actually, like, do suck. Why do you say that? You're looking. I'm wearing a Chargers hat. You've been looking at it the whole fucking night, and that's what you're trying to. I knew this was going to come up. Well, I, I never saw it before, and I know you're not, like, a huge football guy. You're a hockey dude. I've been brought in, man. I've been brought in against my will. Uh, 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 49ers who, is my team. Who David caressed you? <laughs> Does that involve moving to Texas like every other L.A. comedian right now? I, I, I could. Well, I, I mean, obviously, Rogan left. I know that. But, like, who else is going? To Austin, Texas. They don't even have a football team or any team. So, Rogan went, and then um, Tony Hinchcliffe. Uh, uh, yeah, pro wrestling fan. Good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? Uh, Tom Segura. Oh, yeah, him. And I think Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon. God, yeah. And I imagine there's got to be others, man, because, like, if Rogan's there, like, he's going to attract, like, a, a certain crowd Right. Eventually. It's the tip of the iceberg. God. I think there's going to be more that go there, which is fine by me. I'm okay with that. You know why? Because all these comedians going up at the top, you know, like they're they're headed out west or out east, and then guys like me at the bottom, the middle's moving up. Us little bottom feeders are going to go from holding the door open to holding drinks again, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, they could go. Clears up more space for me. I'm fine with that. Uh, that, absolutely. I don't blame you for that. And like me personally, I just hate people. So I'm happy to see people leave L.A. all the same. Yeah, that's the thing. Whenever people want to leave L.A. for any reason, good or bad, like whatever they hate it, they love somewhere else. That's cool. I'm all for it. That's fewer, fewer people on the freeways. Yeah, you, you know, it's funny. I actually found out this week uh, from the census uh, information that came out. California is going to lose a house seat and Texas is actually mm -hmm. picking up two Democratic ones, right? Uh, I don't know what. Well, I mean, the districts I think are going to oh, have to be redrawn and right, all that shit because right. that, that happens every ten years with the census, with the gerrymandering. Yeah, I, well, I mean, yeah, depending who's in charge. But that's uh, wild. That there is a huge. Mike, it's not just a comedic one. Like the people are moving out east to Texas. Yeah, yeah, from uh, everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you don't pick because that's the thing. Like a house district is roughly based off of around. Uh, 675 700,000 people that's what gets you a, a district more or less and then there's little odd small states but um so i mean yeah they texas picked up a lot of people we've lost a lot right and that's the perfect way to tell is by how they're drawing those lines but i wonder what's going to happen now uh with austin because if that becomes like the next comedy hub you know because it's always new york la and then if Austin, like, that'd be, that'd be, I'm all for it, to be honest. That's cool. Because I was at South by Southwest one year. I was also at North by Northeast in Toronto. Did get to say it, but when you were talking about uh, Lisa Ann. Oh, yeah, she's a dish. She went up. Um, she was at the same festival that I was at. Um, I was performing there with the comedy stages, you know. But there was an event where she was at promoting her fleshlight modeled after her the, the, girl dick and so <laughs> right <laughs> she's up there talking about it and it was like a luncheon type thing people are trying to eat and she's Bleh. and so i had to go up after her and tell some jokes 
And so it was all about that. And it's funny, Fleshlight hit me up too. They were like, like before the festival, they're like, "Hey, would you like to do something funny with us?" And I'm just like, "Nope, oh, nope, God, not touching man. that." I, 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 yeah, I would, I would jump all over that, man. Gross. Or in it. Well, it's funny because I was like, "Oh no, corporate shit," you know. While I'm doing a festival, and then that's what I, that's what I eventually got into was the corporate comedy. It literally pays twenty five to one, um, what you make in the clubs, you know. All right. But the clubs is what is going to make or break your career. Yeah, the, when you're doing the festivals, or sorry, that when you're doing the uh, um, the corporate shows, Theo Vaughn said this recently. He's like, uh, someone gets offended, someone gets fired. <laughs> That's what happens when they hire a comedian. Because for the most part, I'm pretty good. I got banned from the same agency twice, but I was also asked back both times, so whatever. But I'm not going to say which one, but there's a company that takes, it's an alternative to the United States Postal Service, you give them packages and they deliver it and they're the biggest in the world. I'm not going to say which one, but I did, their <laughs> I did their convention, you know, and they handed me a list of things I'm not allowed to talk about. Oh, that's the dumbest thing yeah. you can do to a comedian. Exactly. That, that's like, someone who never goes to a comedy club in their fucking life. Right. You don't put a red button in front of anyone and say, don't touch that and see what happens. So yeah, I went up there with the list in my hand. <laughs> And this is like 11 o'clock in the morning, you know? That's where they have like, they're like, okay, let's talk about boxes and boring shit. And then we'll break it up by having a comedian come up for no reason for 20 minutes. That was me. I was that guy that they paid literally thousands of dollars for. And then I go up and this is, I, w I want to say in San Francisco. And so I go up and uh, I got my list. I'm like, so I'm not allowed to talk about Trump guns religion <laughs> so that's all we're gonna talk about and i noticed this like there was a couple thousand people there i noticed a huge shift in the room like just to, with the energy like they're like thank god yes like people literally loosened up like because before they're just sitting there bored out of their tits waiting for their lives to end and then yes. when you go up there they're like expecting you to be like some you know magician type comedian yes yes how about this and weather? then you say that they all like literally loosened up and they were like lean forward. They're like, this is going to be good. <laughs> and then before I even finished my set, I was walking off. Like before I was walking off stage, my phone's ringing from the agency being like, what the fuck are you doing? So wait, what time was that being fired? Was it was that the first, second, third? That I wasn't even fired for that one. <laughs> that, so that, that that was bad enough that it didn't even get you fired. That's yeah, was pretty... it? Yeah. Oh, I fucked up a few other things, but like whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm a mischievous guy. Fair enough. I'm not going to be one of those, like, I, there was like a solar flare that went off in 2014, 2015, where every single comedian wrote Troublemaker in their bio, like whether it's online or on their press kit, whatever. They're like, writer, comedian, troublemaker. It's like, bitch, you're not a troublemaker until you've been banned from corporate agencies that are paying you thousands of dollars. Until then, you're just some idiot with a Twitter account, you know? Yeah, Ooh, that, you said something mean to Trump. What a troublemaker! Yeah, that that, that is definitely uh, impressive work. I will say to uh, yeah, block yourself off from future money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very dumb. But whatever. Uh, I'm trying to get back in on the ground floor. You know, make a name for myself again. Because I was a flavor of the week like a few years ago. But that wears off if you stop doing it. You fall off the face of the planet. People forget about you. They don't give a shit. Yeah, you fuckers. Yeah, you become. I'm still here. I am a human being. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I want you to pay me money <laughs> so I can go up and talk about farts. 
you become the L.A. Chargers of comedy <laughs> at that point. <laughs> well, all right. Well, look here. Quick synopsis of the Chargers. Like here, here's why it's so funny to me. So they were in a market that, while smaller, had a very loyal following. Right. The, mm-hmm. Absolutely loved their fucking team. And so the owners are like, well, we're going to go ahead and move up to L.A., where there's already a, a team with a larger following, and Los Angeles historically is a market that hasn't been able to hold football teams. They've tried. The Rams, who just came back here, already fucking took off to St. Louis because they couldn't do it. The Raiders fucking left. So it hasn't been a good idea. So what do they do? They come here where there's already a more popular team, where they have trouble filling up a 28,000-seat arena. And when they did, it was with the other team's fans. But now they're going to attempt to try to put asses in seats in an 80,000-seat stadium. They decide to change their colors to the Rams. Their logos almost look the same. Like, they are officially barreling towards no one giving a shit about them. Right. But that's probably why they did that. They changed it to look like the Rams so people would confuse them with the Rams and be like, oh, we're just going to football. It's L.A. We don't know the fucking difference. Uh, <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe it's a brilliant strategy that I just didn't even think of. But No, dude, this is Dodger Town and it's Laker Town. Yeah. Shit news if you're into football. Shit news if you're into hockey. Shit news if you're a Clippers fan. It's, it's Dodgers and Lakers. Everything else gets to go fuck itself. Like I told you, I was at the Kings game uh, a couple weeks ago. I'm sorry. So they had shut up. It was awesome. <laughs> I always have a good time. I always sneak in booze. It's a great. It's fantastic. So I'm there, and I'm uh uh. They they were at thirty percent capacity allegedly. So they had the seats marked off that are reserved tickets. Whatever. Half of those were empty. That's the shitty part about being a hockey fan in L.A. Is it's impossible to get people to go with you. We had an extra one went to waste, and uh, you know it's it was like that for years. So, so basically, the attendance at an L.A. Kings game during the pandemic is like it would normally be, but now they have an excuse as to why there's a shitload of empty seats. Right. But the strange thing is, you would think people are so desperate to go out and have fun that they would even go to an L.A. Kings game. Well, that's the thing. The pandemic hasn't been going on long enough for people to forget how shitty the Kings are. <laughs> well, it's like you were saying about uh, um, with the... How when they were in the San Diego Chargers, they would have the other team's fans in the seats. It's like that with the Kings too, like any team, especially like uh, the Flyers. I don't. They go everywhere. Any Canadian team, because LA is a destination town. You know, we got people from everywhere who go for these sports, or they happen to be there, so they're gonna go and check it out, cheer for the road team because it's LA is a very safe place to root for the other team. We don't give a shit, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's different with baseball, different with uh, with the Lakers. Yeah, absolutely, man. But I, I mean, LA is a weird place. I mean, fuck, they LA's put up with Michael Jackson forever in a fucking day. Ooh, guilty or not guilty? Have we decided that? Have we solved that on the Valley Boys? Uh, here's the thing, man. Like me personally, I, I, I just I have to lean like even if it's like fifty point zero one percent, not guilty. And the reason why is usually when there's as many accusations against somebody, you know, especially with shit like he was accused of is at least one or two or three of them are going to be true usually Mm -hmm. but they never they never got him on any of the charges like yeah he paid off some people but there was never a criminal there was never a civil case like officially against him that i remember and so he was sued or he 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 forked over 10 million dollars for people's silence yeah, man, and so like, is Kinda he a, suspicious? Is he a super weird guy? Yeah, he's a fucking grown man with a goddamn Ferris wheel and shit, you know, and 
having kids sleeping over at his house. Yeah, it's fucking weird, but like, I don't know, man. I I, I just haven't seen anything come out to where I would say 100%. So I got to give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I, and I appreciate that because that is really the only reaction you can have. You can speculate all you want, like I do. I if I if I'm the opposite. I'm... I, I kind of think he did it, but that's just based on like this weird behavior. There have been enough yeah. people to say that it happened. Um, but again, if if you're one of those people that are like 100% yes, 100% no, it's you're actually using your own feelings about it. Like you're a Michael Jackson fan, so you're going to say 100% no when there's no fucking way you would know that. Uh, at that point, you are saying that these people are lying about being raped with like enough of them. However... With these two guys, so why it's relevant again now is um, there were the two guys from the Neverland documentary who were talking about getting their nip slipped by them and, you know, very vulgar details. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think they're scumbags either way, whether they're telling the truth or they're lying. They're fucking garbage human beings. And here's why. It's not necessarily the money. That is trash. However, when they were in their 20s, they testified in, like, that big case when it first came out, like, 15, 20 years ago, where... Uh, they said on on the stand that they were not raped by him, and he's not a rapist. They said that on the stand. So now they're saying they were lying back then. They were like, no, 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 he definitely did. We were just in love with him, all this crazy shit, whatever. Now can we... Go ahead. Sorry. No, I just I believe us now we were lying then. Right. Exactly. So either way, they're liars. Um, and the reason why it's particularly shitty to... Say someone's not a rapist when they are, if that's the case. Let's let's say, example A, Michael Jackson did molest them. They were in their 20s, and they went up on the stand and said he didn't do it. Whatever the excuse is, like they thought they were in love with him, they thought all this weird shit, okay? If that's the case, you are a grown man putting a pedophile, a very powerful pedophile, back out there to molest more children. He right. has ample access to this. He pays people off for it. You're you're helping that. You're, you're complicit with that at that point. Yes, now, option B, he didn't molest them, and now um, they're after his money. They're trying to they come up with all these really gross details, go on camera, talk about getting their nippies licked, and then they're suing his estate now for damages. Fuck that. You're garbage. I, so either way you want to look at it, to me, they're trash. Fair enough. Yeah. And, and and I'll give you that, you know, and yeah, serious allegations and shit. But here's here's an interesting fact that a lot of people don't know about uh, Michael Jackson. Were you aware that Michael Jackson liked 28 year olds? Oh, God. And do you know why? Why? Because there was 20 of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know all these bar jokes, Brandon, all these jokes I, they heard at the bowling alley. Uh, OK. You well, got any more? Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, I always got more. Uh what does Michael Jackson and Walmart have in common? Uh, what? Both their kids' pants are half off. That's fucking stupid. And your stupid wheeze laugh? <laughs> Gross. Only because I'm fat and out of shape. But still, it's a dumb thing to laugh at yourself. Laugh at yourself about, but whatever, man. Michael Jackson, uh, like, I'm so over that shit. If anybody's been molested by Michael Jackson, the boat sailed, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it, yeah, whatever. Um, God. Yeah, you know what else happened in L.A. while we're on the subject of this weird fucking town? Uh, it's already the pandemic, so shit's weird enough, right? We Well, the Oscars were on Sunday. And that in itself isn't weird, but 
the location was because usually they're like in Beverly Hills or somewhere where they can like just keep the homeless away and, you know, decide which people of color they're going to allow in or not. This time they, for whatever fucking reason, decided to hold it at Union Station in downtown Los Angeles. That's where all the subways like meet up. The subways, the buses. Yeah, it's there's some pigeons flying around in there in the hallways. It's that's kind of cool because they shit everywhere. Yeah, well, and 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 so do the people. They shit everywhere. Well, yeah, and so you had all these fucking rich celebrities, uh, the self-important fucking people showing up. They had to, like, reroute certain train lines and shit like that because of this event, which even further, it's like, why the fuck are you even holding it here? But what's more fucked up um, is that there's a large homeless population that lives around the area. And specifically, uh, one man who was being interviewed by uh, Fox LA was saying that... uh, Authorities were coming through like the few days before the ceremony to move people away. And the reason why they were moving them away like off this off ramp was because uh, ABC or whoever the fuck it was had their cameras set up because they wanted to catch the limos like driving up to Union Station. It's a great visual, right? So in order to do that, they had to tell people, grab your shit and get the fuck out of here. Otherwise, we're going to grab your shit and you and get you the fuck out of here. So that all these fancy celebrities and their carbon-emitting, gas-guzzling limousines can show the fuck up and tell everybody uh, about how great of people they are and how to live your lives to be a better person. But fuck the homeless. I mean, they've. I think they've always done that, and they've. They say they fuck the homeless in every way they can. It is shitty when it's done for such a superficial and fucking pointless. Does anyone even give a shit? About the Oscars anymore? I didn't even know it happened until the next day. Someone brought it up the Oscars last night. I'm like, I don't even fucking know. Yeah, and well, even if I did know, I would miss it because I don't give a shit. Yeah, well, actually, there's a lot of people that list, uh, missed it because the uh, viewership was down like 60 percent of last year, and mm-hmm. you know everyone's like trying to do spin control for Hollywood and say, oh, about the pandemic. What about last year? The pandemic was worse last year, and they still had like 20 million people. And they lost 60% of that this year because people are just fucking done with Hollywood. They're fucking sick of that shit, you know? And, and it's not being hidden anymore. You never used to see those news stories. Nah. I don't know. The Oscars is garbage. I don't care who won. Well, and then they don't make quality movies anymore. I mean, it was great back in the day, you know, when they had shit like, you know, I, one of the greatest movies ever made, Citizen Kane, I believe. You know, won, won the Oscar for Best Picture. Of course, like yeah. that was a fucking solid movie. Classic movie. Oh, did you see that? Uh, their what is it? Rotten Tomatoes. Their their rating went down from a hundred percent down to eighty percent because they found this fucking eighty year old review of it that just took it down that much. Because again, they you can't give like reviews from like I can't review Forrest Gump right now and then have that change it as a critic if I was a critic. Uh, so same thing with Citizen Kane. They can only use reviews from the time. So they found this really shitty scathing review, and then that took it down from a hundred to eighty percent. What's up, Citizen Kane? Dude, fuck. I I under so like the, the cancel culture has moved on from like finding ten year old tweets to now eighty year old movie reviews, like shitting all over the greatest generation because what the fuck? I don't know. I I didn't really like that movie to be honest. There's not even a real Kane in it. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's your sticking point with the movie. Nah. It, it was about a sleigh named Rosebud, I believe, if I remember correctly. Well, we we uh, we cane people stick together. I was on a cane for three months after a car crash. No so, shit. Yeah. Yep, yep. Actually, I, yeah, I haven't heard this story. So what what, what happened? No, I told, well, it was 
horrific, but there was a car crash. Oh, Everyone okay. lived. It was fine. But uh, I had some damage done to my hips and my organs, so I had to walk on a cane for a bit. Oh, I, told, so I told you this. but I was probably I drunk or high. Anyway, anyways. So, so, so you were crippy Dave for three months? Yeah, it was... Uh, I mean, it was better than being Blood Dave. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You just bitched about the fucking dad jokes, and there you are. So you're going to get more dad jokes I am just a because dad. of that. I am a dad. You I will, probably, I probably are too. am, too. I just, yeah, I haven't gotten any knocks on the door you or won't phone calls yet. Yeah, they're not going to either. If well, I don't have any money for child support. They'd be wasting their fucking time. But anyhow, <laughs> all right, so you're on a cane for three months. I'm on the cane, and I'm fucking around on that thing, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you get away with... A lot of shit. Like, I'm at the grocery store, right? Checking out some grapes, maybe some meat sticks, uh, cheese strings, and... Yeah, the traditional Canadian diet. I'm trying to, like, pick all this shit up with my one arm. <laughs> and then while you're doing that, you know, people come running from all directions to help you out. They're like, are you okay, little cripple boy? And I'm like, can you help me with my cheese? <laughs> they're like, everyone's helping you. It's awesome. Like, they're holding doors open for you. I'm walking down Portage Avenue, like... Busy Street, Winnipeg. This dude, he's working at the car dealership, and he's shoveling snow, and he accidentally throws some at me. Immediately, he drops it, and he comes running out, and he's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was like, I th- th- think so, sir. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever. I'm kind of milking it, to be honest. <laughs> like like the, the kindness, because I'm not used to that, being from Winnipeg. Like People are just <laughs> trash there, unless you're hobbling around on a cane. Until I did meet this one fucko. Or I encountered a fucko. Because in Canada, we take off our shoes when we go into a house. That's not just a, an Asian thing or whatever. That's a Canadian thing. And All right. You could be at a, at a house party, you know, and we're there. There's a mountain of shoes, okay? And mine are gone. And I'm fucking hobbling around looking for it. Shoes are gone. They realize it's this, some, some guy accidentally took them. Fine. So I took his shoes. The thing is, they're like three sizes too big, right? There's some, <laughs> and I got the cane. And I don't have any money at this point. Like, uh, this was when I was young and poor and in school, you know? So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hobbling around my life in these fucking clown shoes while this guy's walking around in my, like, you know, maybe six-month-old van slip-ons, which to me were, like, brand new. And I messaged him on Facebook, you know, because they gave me his Facebook name. And I messaged him. I'm like, hey, can we trade shoes? I got yours. You got mine. Let's go. Like, these are shit shoes. I don't want them. And he's not replying it says red so he's reading the message but he's not replying so i, I message him a few more times nothing 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 so my friend who's an asshole <laughs> went on his page went through his friend list yeah got every single person that has the same last name as him so yeah. we're talking parents siblings grandparents uncles aunts all these fucking people he went through back then you could filter through their work meaning people they they work with Got every single one of them. Made a post saying, this motherfucker is stealing from a crippled b- 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 boy. And here's... <laughs> and, th- and then tags them all in it. And he's like, give him his shoes back, you fucking shoe-stealing, cripple-beaten asshole. <laughs> and then, sure enough, right after that, uh, the dude gives me uh, his address. And I go and I get them. And they're, they're, they're in a plastic bag hanging from his mailbox. I do the swap. I get my shoes back. Move on with my fucking life. But... Yeah. Shit comes to a crashing halt after you're off the cane. All of a sudden, you're back in Winnipeg. You're just fucking thrown back in that bubble, and well, everyone's a dick. Well, and G- you- Jesus Christ. Well, someone like fucking kept your shoes even after realizing they took it from a crippled guy. Right. That's he Winnipeg me. Yeah. He Winnipeg <laughs> me. And like, exactly. That's the thing. He's like, these shoes are three sizes too small, 
but they're better than my other shoes, so I'm going to keep them from that crippled boy. But once I got off the cane, I was at Tim Hortons with a couple of my boys, you know, very typical Canadian shit. We're in there waiting in line to get our coffee like everybody else. And then it's a, you know, it's always a line there. This dude comes in, he goes up to the front and he's like trying to cut the line. And we're all yelling, hey, buddy, none, none of that. Back of the line. And he's like, no, I'm going to stay up here. <laughs> we're like, back of the line, buddy. Everybody in line is yelling at him, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I yell out when it's kind of quiet, just worked out that way. I'm like, back of the line, pervert. <laughs> and he fucking flashes me a nasty look. And my friend's like, you're not on the cane anymore. Like, you're going to get your ass beat. Like, a cane boy could be yell- calling everyone pervert. Jesus and that's what I liked about it, man. <laughs> that and the human kindness aspect of it, you know. Oh, here's my question, man. Like, if life was so good on the cane, like, why, why not just stay on it? It's a pain in the ass. It's also like psychologically damaging to be to feel like you're crippled when you're. Well, I mean, not that I was, you know, an athlete or did anything for the benefit of my own health. But yeah, fair enough. I, uh, I, I, I can appreciate. I that. didn't like it at all. All right. Well, yeah, fair enough, man. Like I, uh, I get that. Uh, All right. Let's see. What else we got? Battle of the Joshes. That happened this week. Battle of the Joshes. Uh, all right. So like I, I heard a little bit about this on on the radio because uh, you know I, I like to listen to the AM radio like the uh, kids do, and uh, it was something about like this guy got bored during the pandemic, I think. And uh, like all these dipshits, they decided to do something they think is cool, but really it's like just super fucking lame. And the one to have like uh, started adding people on social media that named Josh like that was his big thing. Like he's the first motherfucker to think about that during a pandemic, the normal times, whatever. And then so what they had this big get together or something like that. Yeah. So they had a battle of the Joshes. Right. All, All these right. dudes named Josh. They got together to fight. Now it's it's not what you think it is. Right. Oh, they so are, were they fucking instead? They were not fucking and sucking apostrophes. But uh. they were they were fighting each other with pool noodles. <laughs> yeah, it was it, it, like that part of it's really shitty. The the thing that why I'm bringing it up is because they let this kid win. Some kid was king was crowned king of the Joshes, and that's bullshit. If it was if it was a battle of the Daves, and dude, I was there, and it was like some crippled boy and a little kid, I would still win. Well, God damn it. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd fucking hope so. Yeah, take that cane and, like, take out the little fucker's knees. I mean... Exactly. It, it, man, like, we, we got to get away from this whole participipation trophy fucking culture. But if your name is Josh, like, you're already... I mean, that, like, is a you're already fucked all up. its own. Yeah, yep. you're fucked. You're fucked up by being named that. Although there are some cool Joshes, like Josh Wolf. Show to that guy. I haven't seen him in a while. But <laughs> for the most part, like, you're one step below a Kyle. Like, you've definitely got a pattern of, 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 of holes punched in drywalls. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, pounding your uh, monster energy drink uh, after you get done pounding your girlfriend, the drywall's fucking next. <laughs> exactly. All right, I think we're uh, we're ready to wrap this up. Um, make sure you give us money so I can make fun of you. Buymeacoffee.com/slash/valleyboyspod. Get vaccinated. Go to myturn.ca.gov. If you're in California, sign up for that. Get on there. If you're not in California, f- figure it out. Google it. What the fuck? Yeah, j- just go online and uh, ask Google, where can I get poked? And, okay. Uh, All right. I, uh, All right. I believe. What? what, what? Brady, where do they what? find us online? 
All right. Yeah, if they're uh, looking for the uh, the nitty gritty, they can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at LLSoBlanco69. They can find this piece of shit at Dave Weasel on Twitter and Instagram. They can find our podcast at Valley Boys Pod on uh, Twitter and at Valley Boys Podcast on Instagram. That's it. We are the Valley Boys. I'm on keto. I feel like shit. I just want to go home and maybe eat chicken wings. Oh, it's wing night. And I'm only half drunk, so I'm going to keep drinking. All right. See you.